Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Good afternoon, Captain, my Captain. It's Langa here from, Miras, uh, from Peter Marisberg. Listen, I don't think Chief Justice should pride himself with our justice system based on the fact that his findings, the people who were implicated in a state capture, they still, I mean, they're still on the loose. They're still running around as if nothing happened. No, there are no arrests whatsoever. So how should he pride himself with such a system that even if people are implicated, yet they are not convicted? Thanks. Ah, uh, Madime Aldrin. You know, Aldrin, I love how Raymond Zondo tries to, to make an example of the state capture. The same Raymond Zondo who went straight to the Constitutional Court to get Zuma arrested while there are other means to go through. He made a passage to go straight to the Constitutional Court, which it was the first, but he says we must trust the judiciary. Now he's a, he's a Chief Justice, again he wants to play politics. It's Torel in Mahoho. Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 23 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Miranda Jordan, founding member and senior director at Women and Men Against Abuse. Lee Matthews' killer, uh, Donovan Moodley, is um, at another bit to get parole, and which has now caused outrage, as many believe he does not deserve it. He will find out later today whether or not he will be granted parole. Moodley abducted Matthews from Bond University in Senton in 2004 and held her captive while demanding a ransom from a family he then murdered her after receiving the ransom. NPO Women and Men Against Child Abuse says there should be certain conditions people should still meet despite having spent the minimum period of the sentence required for them to qualify for parole consideration. So we will be speaking to Miranda Jordan, but just quickly listen to what Lee Matthews's father, Rob Matthews, had to say earlier on when he was in conversation with Chris Elder Lewis. We really said that we are again, but if that's the process, then we'll be here. He's won this as a, on a technicality, so we certainly hope in that all the information that was submitted last time, if we do it again, we see no reason as to why he should be given parole. And in quite honestly, the comment made by the parole board that it would be an insult against justice if he was given parole, we think that still stands, and perhaps even more so now. So many years on, uh, you know, I can't describe, but perhaps you can as a father, what it has been like for you. Uh, while uh, Donovan Moodley may have been convicted uh, for the uh, murder of your daughter, um, now comes the time where the justice system has to look at whether your daughter's killer goes free. As a family, you've always been against him being granted a parole. You believe that it would not be in the interest of justice. You told us the last time after you came out from the hearing that that was certainly the feeling of the parole board, that it would not be in the interest of justice to have Donovan Moodley uh, uh, released on parole. Talk us through those sentiments so many years uh, later and what could possibly should the parole board decide the freedom of your daughter's killer? Well, we'd be devastated. I mean, it, it, it is parole, but effectively it's, it's out of jail and, and you live a very different life. Uh, so it's parole, but you are free in many ways. For us, it just doesn't sound right. If you take a life 
and you plan to take that life in the way that he did it, there should be consequences of that. You need to, justice needs to be seen to be done. As, as a country, we need to understand that there are consequences to these crimes. Well, Marinda Jordan now joining us on the line, founding member and senior director at Women and Men Against um, Abuse. The person that you heard there in the clip is the father of Lee Matthews, Rob Matthews, speaking to my colleague, Chris Alder Lewis, a bit earlier on. Miranda, what do you make about what Rob has expressed there? Because sometimes what does happen is while we do follow the law, we also forget that actually there are actual human beings involved here and human beings who have been victims of the likes of Donovan Moodley. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You can just hear how traumatizing this has been for Rob and Sharon Matthews um, and their surviving daughter um, to repeatedly come back here, um, face their killer. And I I have to tell you, I mean, we've been here seven hours right now at the prison. Um, They are in the room uh, with Donovan Moodley. Um, And um, until now, he has not given them any form of closure. By that I mean he has not described what happened or at least given them some answers of what happened to Lee after they shot her and before she was found. They've been asking this question. Now surely if somebody is truly remorseful and really, uh, let's say, deserves to be considered for parole, that's all I'm going to say, they should show complete and utter remorse and give the family the bare minimum they've asked for, which is to understand what happened to their daughter um, before she was found. So that's what they don't. He does not answer questions. He changes his version. He's changed his version version multiple times. As you know, he's had several um, appeals Mm -hmm. Um, and um, as Rob said, he won the last one, only the appeal on a technicality. But of course, what did that do? That brought the family back here 14 months later. It seems we were here barely, you know, a few months ago. And I think that we need to just really have a look at this whole... Per- Sorry, I am in the car if there's background noise Understand, outside the prison. Um, but we we have to examine this whole parole process. And I think one of the the big um, areas and why Wamaka got involved um, to the extent we have in supporting the Matthews family in highlighting um, the parole system is that the average person, uh, citizen in the country does not actually understand um, why people get parole how they how they go about the process, how they can object as mm-hmm. a family who've lost a loved one. Um, and, and just the fact we also wanted to highlight is how unvictim centric it is. And and by that I mean it it's they are now sitting in a seven hour, this is the, the next seven hour from last year. So it's 14 hours if we think in the last 14 months of getting no answers, not being able to cross examine um, the person themselves not being allowed to ask him certain questions. And um, it's very clear to us that Donovan Moody has psychopathic traits because every version is slightly different and does not answer what happened. Now, if you were 
truly remorseful and you met those requirements by correctional services and you laid yourself bare at the mercy of the family whose child you took away from them, her potential, her life, everything. Mm -hmm. That's what I expect. I expect Donovan Moodley and us as an organization to completely lay himself at the mercy and beg their forgiveness and tell them the truth. Okay. Now, this is not what we're having. But for now, though, unfortunately, Miranda, we, we're running out of time, though. Just just quick confirmation from you, though. For now, though, we don't have an outcome of that parole board meeting as yet. We don't. And remember, we won't have it today. All we oh. will have today is we will have an indication, which we will certainly share with the media, is how that meeting went. Did it look that the parole board was... Um, was favorable for him to carry on staying in jail. And and that we can give you an indication. And probably um, in the next two weeks or so, will we have a complete outcome. Thank you so much for your time. Miranda Jordan is the founding member and senior director at Women and Men Against Abuse. It's a minute after half past four, time for the news headlines.